0: Let's go, baby. It's time for the Return of the Empire podcast. One hour of all things red and gold. Return of the Empire. Here are your hosts, Sacktown Sports 49ers insider, Emil Fragoso and Nate Littlefield.
1: Yes, sir. Back again, Emil Fragoso and Nate Littlefield. Return of the Empire. And Let me tell you, Nate. The Empire struck back real hard this weekend. Let me just say that right there. What's up, Dallas? <laughs> What's up? What happened?
0: Oh, you got humble. Laugh oh, now, what? cry later. Oh. Or cry now, cry later. Oh. Whatever,
1: Micah. I don't know. I like Micah Parsons, but what he said, man, is crazy. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get into that absolutely. But again, it's Return of the Empire, Turn of the Empire podcast here on Sacktown Sports live show. During the season, 67, every Tuesday to recap all Niners content here on Sackdown Sports. Nate Littlefield, Emil Fergoso Kyle Ledbetter on the ones and twos back there. And boys, it was a coming out party for the Niners. Not that they needed it because the Niners are already really, really good. They're already 4-0, but they made a statement against Dallas in, in a way that I didn't even expect we both had it. It's going to be a close game, like the playoffs, 24-17, yeah. 24-20. You know, it's going to come down to one possession. Nah, this game was over at like halftime. This is ridiculous. I mean, what are your thoughts, Nate, honestly? Dallas, I think their offense is just too conservative.
0: I know the Niners <laughs> are a good team, but they just the the fear they have of moving the ball. I don't know what yeah. that is, but when when Dak tried to do it, it didn't work because he threw three interceptions. So I, they're in disarray. They, they took the game really personally coming into it. Yeah. And it, it, it just didn't work out in their favor. It, they, was it, was, it was a, it was a beat down. It was a brutal beat down. And yeah. once they got in a hole, they could not dig out of it. So, and I think for, for both of their losses this year, that's kind of what's happening. They get down a bit and they can't get out of it. So, and that's something the Niners really haven't been in yet. Yeah. Uh They've been down this, this season. Uh, they were down to the Rams, right? The Rams? Ever- uh, I think they did. Yeah, I think for yeah. a second they did. Yeah, but it was, I mean, it was a close game, but that is something I still am waiting to see out of this 49ers team and out of Mr. Uh, best quarterback in the NFL, MVP mm-hmm. favorite, Brock Ferdy. <laughs> but I, I I am looking forward to seeing kind of kind of a comeback. Uh, pl- see how they deal with that, essentially. Like being down 10 to 14. How yeah. How does the offense run? What, what are Kyle's playmaking decision or play calling decisions how do they run the ball mm. I, what what kind of throws are they deciding to make but i'm also very very happy when they're winning by a lot it makes me happy and oh, does they, it yeah when they beat dallas by a lot i get really happy
2: to answer your question nate the 49ers have trailed for one minute and yeah. 45 seconds that's okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally,
1: a yeah. <laughs> literally a minute a minute and like ah let it's, yeah. it's, it's I mean that's crazy that's like was well, it to the cardinals though
2: no, it was, it, it was the Rams. It was the Rams, I thought. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It
1: was it was in the second quarter. Okay. They were up like 14-0 on the Cardinals. Okay. Yeah, they, yeah. That, that game was over right. so quickly. You're right. You're right. Um, and kind of every game, it feels like it's been over so quickly except for that Rams game. I mean, I don't even know what to do with this team. You kind of felt early on that it was going to be the Niners' day when Brock Purdy scrambled out to his right, avoided the pressure, just threw an absolute laser to George Kittle in the back of the end zone. I mean, mm. what a beauty pass, beauty play. Mm. And the, the vibe around Levi's all day was a big, big game. You could feel the electricity in the stadium. You could feel that this was a game worth being at, worth being a part of. There were celebrities everywhere. Vernon Davis was there. Frank Gore was on the field. Olivia Culpo was down there, of course. Yeah. I mean, there were people everywhere. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the Niners said, it's nothing like anything else. It's just another, another game for us, another week for us. And they God. took care of business. I'm so happy. That Brock Purdy did that on primetime.
0: It's nice for everyone to see. Yeah, it's it great. It's great. And then he went from six touchdowns to 10 touchdowns in one game. Yep. No interceptions yet. He did have the fumble in week one, but that was fine. It was TJ Watt. It happens. It's okay. But uh, yeah, we're talking about Kittle. Kittle's catch. Kittle with the awesome shout out to Gary Plummer. The uh, His shirt. Yeah. His shirt is a reference to Bleak a shirt. Dallas. Yeah, that Gary Plummer wore, I believe, Yikes. in the 94 NFC Championship when the Niners went to the Super Bowl. Pretty cool stuff to see. Michael Parsons didn't like it. He said that was personal. Debo said it was personal beforehand, which I got to side with my guy, Debo Samuel, on that. He did. Very personal, wild. This Niners team just is shockingly good. It's crazy how good they are.
1: Yeah. And I I really feel like especially, well, the Niners are really, really good. Yes. This is really more of an indictment on where Dallas is at. Because Dallas went into this game saying, we're number one defense. We're going to stop them. This is the year we're going to get them. We're finally going to get them here. Jonathan Hankins had all these quotes coming out beforehand. And the defense got plastered. 42 points plastered by the Niners on the road in a game that you kind of had to win. You're now three and two on the season. and you kind of had to make a statement here to keep up with the Eagles. Nope, didn't happen. Dallas made it maybe too personal for them. They got too wrapped up in the emotions of, of, the, of the recent losses in the playoffs. The Niners, like a well-oiled machine to just go at it every single day and beat in the same drum. It's nice. <laughs> and I keep saying it, but there's something else to say. Yeah, I mean, they,
0: that I think the Cowboys got in their head, yeah. their their own head a bit. Yeah. I think they're dealing with some uh, some sports psychology issues. I think Dak Prescott is. I don't necessarily think he sucks like some uh, some other. Uh, yeah. 49ers. That was something else. That was crazy to say. Uh, but they they got some work to do for sure. I don't think. I mean can they make the playoffs? Yes. I they're not going to be number 1 in their division. You know, they're not going no. they're not going to beat out the Eagles, I don't think. Uh I speaking of the Eagles, they, you know, the Rams didn't do us any favors this weekend. No. Us like I play on the team. Emotionally I do. Mentally I'm on the field every yeah. every day. <laughs> Mentally I'm on the field, but uh you know, I I want to talk about Fred Warner too. Yeah, because I'm glad he did that in prime time as well. Him yeah, and man. Dre. Dre. I'll mention Dre's sack first. The oh, sack he dude. had on Prescott, dude. and then he threw the dice, the craps game. Oh, that yeah, was so sick. But Fred having a force fumble. Yeah, an interception finally, and a uh, a sack on Dak where he like jumped in his face and like scared him, brought him yeah. down. I want to talk about the force fumble for a second. Yeah, I heard from Whitey yesterday that the team actually practices, uh, the. Getting a fumble near the sideline, correct? Where that was, that was an Oren Burks. Who that was Kevin Givens. Kevin Givens who grabbed it on the sideline. It just—it's another thing, and i mentioned it before on the show. So many weird things like that are going the Niners' way, mm-hmm. like like balls bouncing weird spots, like off players, or yeah. you know, we're we're getting we're getting yeah. lucky, so it's things are going good and I'm happy about it and I know it's early yeah but I'm happy about it
1: and, and to give you perspective on, on that play exactly they do practice that they have a little drill they do with the with linebacker coach Johnny Holland and they they kind of they go at each player they simulate it obviously tackle and then they just they, they kind of just punch it and they punch and they punch and that's each person does that in a line and then they and then they'll roll the ball on the ground kind of like spinning weird ways and literally they'll just have the guys like go grab it and go grab it. And it's stuff like that. It's situational awareness in, in practice is why it works so well in the games. Why a Ke- guy like Kevin Givens, who was a defensive tackle and a rotational one at that, not a starter, was able to make a play like that and keep the ball in bounds. Yes, it took a great, lucky bounce to stay in for sure, but the player has to make a play. And Kevin Givens made a play and stayed in bounds for rolling out to secure that football. And that's impressive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, and that was right after McCaffrey's weird fumble, right? Oh, it was weird. Where it was basically he donated it. The Cowboys on the one, which yeah. you know, you're probably not going to see too much out of him, but he was he was slowed down he was under three yards of carry. Yeah, this game, uh, he took some big shots. Jordan Mason got a lot of run, which was great because I mean, by you know, after that touchdown, in the fourth early in the fourth, Niners kind of rolled out. Mm-hmm. Second team, Sam Darnold got some run, which was fun. Didn't throw the ball or didn't have a completion, I don't think. Uh, he but, did one completion was for it one a yard screen, screen? Yeah. yeah. So he. I, I want to see some more Darnold. Great day, uh, Sam. Get to throw it. Yeah, yeah. Cause that I mean, that was the biggest off season thing. We were talking about it every oh single day. And then Trey
1: got moved and you're like, okay, what's Sam got? But it seems so far away that, yeah. that conversations were happening. I mean, that was only September we had those talks it's October or August honestly yeah, yeah. it was like we were having these talks having about the talks guys. in
0: September still we were I'm sure we were we, we, yeah we, yeah we definitely yeah were. yeah
1: but that that's the point is that this team and I've said this all along despite their offseason full of drama and speculation if this team just balled out the first few weeks of the season all would be forgiven and boy how do have they balled out and now no one's talking about the quarterback controversy because guess what Brock Purdy is a new sheriff from town boy yeah,
0: and then you got guys like Steven Ruiz doing those uh, those clickbait I don't articles, and really yeah, do that.
2: So yeah. salty, all you Niner fans, so salty. Well, it's just a weird thing to say.
1: I'm I'm salty because of the Cowboys fans that are telling me that Brock Purdy system quarterback. Yeah, on Friday night. Well, I'm t- I'm tired of hearing this. It's okay. It, I'm
0: salty. I'll be salty about that, I guess. I mean, I, you know, privileged guy, privileged team, you know, but seeing Brock rank 25 hurt, and that's why it sticks out. But sports talk we gotta talk about it kyle you can't you know yeah it's, it's out there big thing it's
2: so silly it is silly so it is silly. and it's four
1: clicks and it's it's whatever i but,
2: hope steven ruiz leans into it and just becomes wrestling heel of the night well, if steven
1: ruiz leans into it and the Niners win the super bowl he's out of a job bud that's true i forgot yeah he's out of a job he,
2: he's gonna he's gonna quit
0: uh <laughs> he's gonna quit his job or reporting on just football correct? yeah yeah so so shout out to shout out to him steven <laughs> we'd love to have you on yeah um, we would actually. that would be great. I'm happy the Niners uh, controlled time of possession. This is something we talked yes. about last week. How the defense—it's it, it, a weird situation where the defense gets tired when the offense is scoring too quickly. Mm-hmm. But this week, Niners' time of possession on offense: 37 minutes, five seconds versus Dallas's 22 and 55 seconds. Yeah. that is domination. It's a lot. That is not. That's Dallas just not having the ball to do anything. That's almost a whole quarter. Yeah. That is, that's absolutely brutal.
1: Yeah. Everything that you would want the Niners to do in a game, they did. And well, yes, they give up 10 points. So boo hoo. They give up 10 points. They got to drive. It's okay. You know, mistakes happen. This team just continues to amaze. Even me when I cover them day in and day out, like the things they do are crazy in their mentality of just, we got to be perfect. We got to be better. We got to be better. Like, you saw the post game. You saw what Brock Purdy and Fred Warner were saying in the yeah, post game. Yeah, They're like, "Yes, yeah, one game at a time." It was just gonna, yeah. you know. It was about us, not them. Well, it's so funny that they had all three of them in the uh, the
0: Sunday Night Football post game. They had Brock, George, and Fred. Yes, and it's Brock gives the answer. They ask Brock, "Hey, you know, um, how 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 was your performance? How do you feel about the rest of the league? All this stuff, you know, like the generic like, and you know the answer you're going to get from from most sports guys that are kind of." out there players specifically yeah. where he gives the classic, like oh, team one day at a time, all that stuff. And then she goes, Oh, I knew I was going to get that answer. And George goes, you're going to get that answer from all of us. We're all going to say that. Cause we genuinely
1: all feel like that. Yes. I believe it. There, it's a team sport. It's a. this is what makes it so different from other teams is that they play for each other. They don't play for themselves. There's no yeah. egos on this team. And that's so hard to do on a, such a talent loaded yeah. roster that there are no egos. It's all about winning Football. It's so rare to see. You never see really scuffles with players ever. I never see one in practice. There's never a fight with anyone. It's all about how do we make each other better every single day, each day in and out. Okay, I gotta ask you about
0: something. You were on Dave's show this morning or the morning show today. Uh no. Okay. Well, did you say that uh the the deal with the george so so Micah Parsons said that it, it got personal with the George Kittle thing, right? Yes. Did you say that it was just business or that that was personal? Because I I heard that, that that him wearing the shirt and and taunting, playing into the crowd and everything was just business.
1: I didn't say that, but it was definitely personal. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) It wasn't business. It wasn't just business. That was personal.
0: I just heard a rumor about that. I wanted to ask you on air just to make sure we could clarify that situation, because it's personal now with Dallas.
1: I I mean, business is booming, but it's definitely personal. Let me tell you right there.
0: It's 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 a personal one way street. And I'm starting to feel like uh, it's it's not divisional, so it's a little different, but when Seattle was beating up on the Niners every year from like mm-hmm. 2014 to 2018, yeah. this is how I was, I was feeling, I was feeling like Dallas in this situation where the Niners just cannot get over the hump. They played Seattle like six times and beat them once. And yeah. it was, it's so tough and it's so demoralizing yeah. when you get to that week and you're like, Oh, um, we got to play Seattle. Seattle. It's a Seattle week. And uh, it just gets out of hand yeah, and you no feel kidding. like you can't do anything. So I think Dallas is really in that position where they have no answer for the 49ers, but, I think good news is they probably won't play the Niners again this year. Uh
1: you never know in the playoffs. You never really know. You, you never know, but never I know.
0: I think they're gonna I Niners are gonna be gunning for that first round bye. They are. It's gonna come down to them and the Eagles. It's looking like we don't know what's gonna happen. Week thirteen there's, is a big, big matchup for that. There's so many things out of our control, uh, or out of the team's control. Um, you you know, with you know, missing games or whatever, yeah. but it it's really on track to to come down to that Niners Eagles first round break and it's going to be really important Uh Niners have also have that a good spot for their buy kind of m- middle of the schedule same as last year week nine. yeah yeah so it's the year before spot. that it was week
1: four and I hate that I don't even I don't even know if they're doing week four anymore they, they did, they did yeah. Yeah. week five we did they get rid of week four I didn't see any week four. Oh, week five is what I yeah, meant. Yeah, I thought it was, thought it was week five. In. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, were yeah, yeah. four last week, week.
0: Five sucks though to have your
1: buy. No, it's early. the worst time to have your. You yeah. don't want to early
0: buy. You want to yeah. later buy. And we're and manager actually plays playing someone who's coming off their week five
1: buy this next week. Yeah, we're going to talk about that after the break. But before we get to the break, we got to do a little bit of Brock Purdy. We got to do a little Brock Purdy. A little more. A little more Brock Purdy because we we didn't we haven't given him his flowers. Have we not? No, I, I haven't. Nice I now. haven't because I'm tired of this. I am <laughs> oh, okay. tired of the system. Right, clear out. Clear out. I still clear out. And I have a minute to do this. So let's do it. I'm tired of this. Brock Purdy is not assistant quarterback. Whatever you want to call him. Bot Purdy. Glock Purdy. Yeah. BCB. Look that one up. What, whatever you want to call this guy, a robot, a, a, a man, myth, legend. I don't care. Brock Purdy is a damn good football player, and it's about time you give him his respect. He's a top-ten quarterback playing in the NFL right now, and it's ridiculous. Otherwise, he hasn't thrown a pick all season, and he leads the NFL in QBR. I get it. He's got talent everywhere, but this guy is for freaking real. Take him for freaking real, everyone. And everyone in the National with 26 million people, the most watched game, I believe, of the year. Take him for real. Brock Purdy, 23 years old. Me and Nate's age is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL.
0: I'm a little older. Oh, older than Brock Purdy, but uh, you it's know, similar. I'm, I'm not
1: scared to admit that similar, but, yeah. but you know, I look like I'm 14 Gen Z taking over. Yeah. Anyways, I'm, that's all I got. That's all I have. And I had to explain to Dallas fans on Friday and they yeah. learned really quick on Sunday. We got to go to break. We're going to talk about the upcoming game, obviously very, very shortly here. And then we're going to talk about some other stuff. And of course, Nyers add Randy Gregory. We got to do that too. Oh, that's true
0: rich get richer rich get richer but also come harass us in the YouTube chat
1: during the break absolutely stay live on YouTube ask us anything ask us anything but again go on a break right now Sacktown Sports turn to the empire Milford Ghost and Nate Littlefield we'll be back in a minute
2: all right, we're live on YouTube. Hi, YouTube. Oh, we're coming in hot today, dude. Yeah. Do we have any chicken questions in the YouTube oh, this week? I don't Food see questions. anything. No, know, dude. No I chicken questions. There's no chicken questions. Kyle, so Where's I, Tin?
0: I was looking at uh I was looking at this not realizing that it's like 15 seconds behind. I saw you waving like something was happening. And that's why I turned around and waved at you.
2: I was so confused. I was like, did you forget to switch your headphones to the right setting or no, something? I was totally, like, yeah. what's
1: happening? No, I totally, <laughs> there's totally Tin. Oh, what's up? Shout Tin. out 10. Tin.
0: Tin, Are you a big football guy? That's a question. You know, I don't know. Cause Tin's always talking about the Kings and me and 10, were talking about teaming up for a two on two basketball league and just doing some damage. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I think tin can
1: definitely get buckets
0: with you yeah.
1: tin can definitely get some buckets. i told
0: you. you guys we did we recap my universal trip i don't think we did, did it was we? good uh i gotta mention the mummy ride Ooh. well i went to mario world and that was cool was you it know, cool like i said, like a, i'm like a 14 or 10 year old but uh i went on the mummy ride and you get to the end it's like a roller coaster they like there's like bugs crawling on the wall and then like real ones well no it's like projected I don't like bugs. And then uh, and then what they do as a concept? is they blow they blow air on your legs so it feels like there's bugs crawling up you, Mm-mm. and it was so scary. Mm-mm. It was like us being violated, it was awful. It, it, was, was, it was like
2: us
1: being
0: yeah, violated. Yeah, this, this was bubble. the
2: highlight of your trip.
0: It's just the thing that stuck out the most to me. Oh, yeah, because you got poked by some bugs. Dude, it was so creepy, it made me so uncomfortable. But I got pretty motion sickness on like the ride broke down on Harry Potter, and oh. I started to get scared. Oh uh and then i got so motion sick i couldn't even be scared anymore did you yak on the ride no 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 for you i had uh got the butterbeer after that was good which is just like a uh cream soda float
1: yeah yeah Uh, harry potter world shout out harry potter world
0: shout out kayla shout out kayla kayla we love you here
2: kyle is anyone you want to shout out (laughs) uh shout out to micah parsons that's i little shout out today okay yeah i don't know he's kind of butthurt is he not kyle I don't know. I, I know. mean, I never take what someone says within like 24 hours of a beatdown seriously. Like yeah. it's the people who like tweet after losing in the moment. I'm like, just don't do that. Like yeah. remember Lamar Jackson got on the tweets, like right oh, after gosh. a loss one time. It yeah. was just like going ape on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Like, Lamar's
1: Lamar got like, look, Social media is a is a powerful tool that can be used for good and bad. And that's the bad side of it, unfortunately. Athletes should not go on social media after a bad performance. But
2: so. if you have a good performance like Jamar Chase and post 7 Eleven on your Twitter right after torching the Cardinals, excellent. Excellent. excellent work. Uh, 10 seconds till we're back. Sounds, Sounds good. good. Shout out Debo Samuel. Shout out Debo. Shout Debo out,
0: Samuel. chat. You have rejoinder audio, right? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the Return of the Empire Podcast.
1: With Emil Fergoso and Nate Littlefield. Purdy under center, two by two, tight formation. McCaffrey eight yards deep. Purdy going to send Debo in motion left. They give it to McCaffrey off the left side. McCaffrey on the goal line. Touchdown, CMC touchdown CMC. You've heard that a lot recently yet yeah, because it's 14 straight games for Christian McCaffrey. getting a touchdown. I mean, he's already broken the franchise record, but now he's on pace to possibly break Emmitt Smith's record for most, including playoffs all time for anybody. And if he does that CMC for MVP, uh,
0: man, I don't know. It's, it's just the way the league works. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. I think he might be the most valuable player. But this is a debate a lot of times that you have in uh, in the NBA more, yeah. where it's like you know best player on the best team kind of thing. So is he? Yeah, probably. I mean, like Trent Williams, and you see what Trent did to freaking Van Der Esch oh, and like Parsons, and you're like all right, Trent's a did, man. They don't dude. win with they don't that. call him somewhere back for nothing. That no, dude is he, like,
1: that dude is crazy. God,
0: he's so awesome. He's so well spoken too. I just oh, I love listening to him talk. Trent's he's a so knowledgeable. Great
1: interview. Yeah. One of the better interviews, actually, like he is so thoughtful in his answers and what he talks about. Like when, when we learned over the summer that he started his offseason workouts at 3 a.m. in the, in the Houston gyms, we we're like, whoa, like this guy is 35, going to be going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the best left tackles of the last what, 25 years. And this guy and the later stages of his career is still getting up at 3 a.m. and working out crazy. It's crazy will it be the Bengals game he gets the
0: record We're being asked in the YouTube chat. I don't know. Is that not Emmett's I'm to, record? I'm trying to think it's 17.
1: I believe it's 17. So he's at 14 now. So he's at 14 now. So so week 6 is 15. Cleveland,
0: Minnesota, Bengals.
1: Yes, it would be Bengals yeah. he tie it. Cool. He would break it after the bye.
0: Yeah. Which I'm here for. it.
1: Yeah, it's it's very possible. Obviously, knock on what he says healthy and you know gets gets to that spot. That's obviously the priority over him over the, the records, but It'd be really cool to see if he could do that. And it'd be really cool to see if Brock Perry could also tie Ben Roethlisberger a record of 15 straight. So he games. would break oh, it man. against the Jaguars. Correct. That is correct. Thank you, oh, Kyle. This would
0: be the game. Pat. Yeah. Okay. Um, We got to talk about the Niners new edition because they got Me a too. new toy new and uh, they just add to that brutal defensive line. They got Randy Gregory, yes, who was with Dallas for five years, mm-hmm. Denver for two years. They got him for basically nothing. For they sent a... Seventh round pick, uh, or no, send a sixth round pick. Correct. They get a seventh back and Randy Gregory from Denver, and Denver's basically paying his entire contract. Yes. So the Niners forty-one million dollars that they have, not even really touched. Pain in the vet, man. So it's so they still have money to make a move, like you've been predicting all year, basically all summer, that you think Elijah Mitchell's on his way out. It's possible. I personally think Elijah needs to get healthy and play, get a few games under his belt where he looks fine right now for a team to reach for Elijah Mitchell Mm -hmm. and grab him a a running back needy team. Yeah. Which I, I, you know, you look at teams like Baltimore, it's more, more desperate teams, not, not the Colts anymore. They got it figured out. Zach Moss looked awesome for them. And Mm -hmm. JT's kind of getting back on track, but story that is, I, I, I think I'm, I'm getting on board with your Elijah Mitchell trade because Jordan Mason, looks looks more complete
1: than he ever has he's got that speed they didn't have last year is that breakaway speed like when he made that cut for 26 yards to the end zone and got untouched he didn't have that burst last year he was definitely a bruiser and could go downhill but the acceleration that he has now is definitely a part of the second year offseason workouts he's he's been doing and really putting in that work and that effort you know finishing the day 10 for 69 one tutty in relief is very very good for jordan mason who they call the closer JP Mason, yeah. the closer.
0: He is. I hope he gets more touches. I hope that too. I,
1: I know some people are like, why
0: not feed CMC? I know Why Whitey's kind of like that. He he, you know, you have the guy, feed mm-hmm. him. Don't worry about yeah. usage rate. I I I do worry about it. I do worry yeah. about it. He took some big shots in Dallas. Um, he's elite and he's unstoppable and he opens up the game for everyone else. Like, look at George. Look at what Ayuk's been doing lately, just getting yeah. open down the field. Brock's been getting the ball. just it, It's been great. We saw some uh, more Debo at running back, too, in doubt, like he traditional did. running back, Yeah, which he definitely runs different when he's running up the middle. He looks less like a running back when he has the ball going between the tackles. Yes. It's, it's definitely not his position. He's not a running back. No, he's, he's not. He's an offensive weapon. He's an offensive weapon, for sure. I don't know how I feel about putting him up the middle. I'm not totally against it, but it, it is it's it's weird to see. It's a little uncomfortable. But we didn't really even get into Randy Gregory. No, how, how do you how do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, Randy Gregory, man. This is a guy, and I've I've been saying it for a couple of days now. This is a high caliber role player for them. This is someone on the on the scope of you know Charles and you know Arden Key. You think all the guys they've added and gotten under under Chris Kasarik to have you know reclamation projects over the years. This is the cream of the crop. Of all of them, Randy Gregory signed a five year, $80 million deal, I believe like two years ago. This is a guy that Dallas coveted and loved because of his speed. And then Denver wanted to add him because of his speed. And he was, you know, had the suspension in 2019, struggled with some injuries, been on and off the field. If he can just stay healthy and get right under Chris Kasarik, the sky's the limit for this guy because that speed is clearly still there despite being almost age 31.
0: Yeah, and he I've heard too he's not the kind of guy the Niners would normally go after. I would like to clarify his suspension was for uh substance abuse too. Yes. It wasn't anything, you know, super egregious. No, Which is nice because the Niners really don't deal with that anymore. They really made it a point early on in this Shanahan Lynch era they that they don't they don't mess around. They gave Reuben Foster his chance. It's 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 why I didn't bring back Charles Menihue. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, because that that Harbaugh era got pretty pretty nasty at the end there when yeah, it came dude. to off the field stuff. A lot a lot of those guys got into some issues. Um, but Randy Gregory, I think when you're a, around this this yeah. this kind of a, a locker room like this, that's just in on the game and so in. And when you know your team is this good, I think you're more willing to to sacrifice. Maybe lifestyle choices, but yes. that really hasn't been the issue issue no. for him lately.
1: It's been injuries. As long as yeah. he can stay healthy, he'll be fine. And Randy Gregory now know his new number. He's been number five, yep. which last was worn by Trey Lance. So we have a new mm-hmm. number five now in the Bay Area. Who wasn't very
0: helpful to Dallas? Uh, no, he wasn't. Uh, predict, Hopefully, Randy know.
1: Gregory be more helpful than the Niners though. Yes, I'm, that's I, I, true. That's the
0: hope. Well, Trey was helpful for the Niners. <laughs> I guess he might have told the Dallas the wrong plays. I don't know what point. he told Dallas, yeah. but
1: look, Randy Gregory's here now. Randy Gregory is very, very good. And I, I, I think that him opposite of Nick Bosa, opposite of Drake Jackson, opposite of Eric Armstead, Javon Hargrave, J., Javon Kinlaw, just all the talent. You can mm-hmm. never have enough edge rushers. And his skill set is such speed related. That it's going to help Bosa's power strength yeah. because Bosa's not going to get double teamed much anymore because you can't double team a guy when Randy Gregory's on the other side wreaking havoc because Randy Gregory is still talented enough to get to the quarterback every single play.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm so excited to see. I you think he'll play against Cleveland?
1: It limited snaps, but yeah, he yeah, he is. So so update on Randy Gregory. He flew in yesterday. He's meeting with Chris Kasarik today. Today is Tuesday, and we're taping this. And on Wednesday, with the first day of practice tomorrow, he will get his first run with the Niners, and hopefully. He should suit up week six in, against Cleveland, but it won't be on like a big basis. It'll be limited snaps for sure.
0: Yeah, and you kind of want to ease him in. He's 31 years old. He's older. You Correct. Know, I mean, he, he hasn't been playing great ball with Denver, but who knows why that could have been <clears throat> to try to yeah. drag out a trade with that. You, you you never know that stuff, but I'm I'm excited to see him. The Niners had to let Kerry Hyder go. He's yes. picked up by... Houston, D'Amico Ryan's obviously mm-hmm. very familiar yes. with him, so uh, we wish him well. That's a player I've always really liked on the Niners. Good depth piece.
1: Yeah, Demi- yeah, D'Amico uh, gets him now. A guy he's very familiar with. Obviously, getting Jimmy Ward as well from, from the Niners and free agency. Uh, Demi- uh, we forget about Kerry Hyder because he's you know a rotational guy, but Kerry Hyder in 2020 led the team in sacks. A big part of their of their run in, the, in 2022, the championship game. whenever you needed a guy to come up crucial or come up big, Kerry Hyder is one of those guys on the the depth. And so they're going to miss him. They wanted to bring him back on the practice squad. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen. He is going to Houston. Maybe he finds his way back later. Maybe it's similar to Ella Manning uh, when he got cut by the Cardinals. How about that? Elle Manning.
0: He just jumped around and got him back. back. People are excited about it. Look, no
1: one else can get talent out of these guys like Chris Kasarik and the Niners. I don't, I mean, I don't get it. It's there's definitely talent with them. But they don't seem to click anywhere else but with the Niners. I I guess it's the coaching. I guess I'm in the water. Well,
0: we're mentioned. You mentioned Illman. You mentioned the line. I texted you during the game because I'm watching the game. Yes. And I see Feliciano yes. in there. Yes. And I'm like, what happened? I didn't hear anything or see anything about that. I must have missed something. So I sent a quick text to my insider, good friend Emil here while he's at the game in the press box. Yeah. yeah so Aaron Banks goes out with a uh, with a bicep injury. We
1: thought bicep injury. We have an update on that. It is a mild shoulder strain. So luckily it is not lower for um, upper arm. It is upper upper arm near his shoulder, which is very, very good because it was a lower upper arm injury that could be a torn bicep out for the year. Lower
0: upper arm injury. That's some doctor talk. Right it
1: really there. is. I don't. I don't know the correct <laughs> yeah. term. I can just tell you what it is by 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 seeing it. So I yeah. my bias is coming
0: through so much during this show. It's and okay. I guess it's fine. That's I why just, you're here. I'm just so happy to talk about this. I'm legit so happy. Like you seem at peace. I mean, I'm not at peace. I'm ready for war. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy to be at war here. I love this. To be winning this war. Um, but, but yeah. But Feliciano. Yeah, he goes out. So I noticed Feliciano's in after the touchdown. I think it was one of Kittle's touchdowns or whatever, but mm-hmm. I I think it's a good sign. I was talking to Jason Ross about this yesterday morning, and I didn't even know he went in. So that that's a good sign that's that it was a, yeah. quiet. It yes. was it was quiet. You didn't recognize there was a big issue. Yes. All quiet on the Western front.
1: It's why they signed Feliciano to a one-year deal in the offseason, right? They won a Nice rotational guy to fill in the the swing guard this time. Instead a swing tackle, they have a swing guard. Last year it was Brunskill, and it was other and it was other guys behind him with Burfert. Now they have Valicano, who has played center and guard for the New York Giants in years past, and is a decent player. Is a decent player. Now is he with the potential of Aaron Banks, who's been very very good the last year and a half? No. But is he a solid guy to throw in there in spot? Yes, he is. And, and thankfully, he's able to come back from concussion protocol in time to do this. And so if Banks misses, he's day-to-day, Banks is, for the rest of this week. If he misses this week's game, it shouldn't be a big deal. He'll be final come back week seven. But Feliciano can fill in there and I think do a pretty good job next to Trent Williams and, and next to uh, Jake, Jake Brendel at center. I, I think there really isn't too much drop-off, and that's a great thing. Depth, depth, depth.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I'm really... I'm impressed with 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 how he's been playing. I remember when they signed him, you were pretty high, high on Feliciano. Uh, the O-line is playing extremely well for yes. the Niners. Uh, it's something we've talked about every week pretty much. Colton McKibbick, not an issue. That right side of the line has been very solid. Yes. I I mean a trade still could be coming for something like that for 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 a cleanup. We really don't know don't with all know. this cap space because if you don't know this, $41 million can roll over into next year. And it's going to get a little dicey with signing Ayuk with, you know, Hafanga, Brock. Yeah. Brock,
1: Brock's got two more years before yeah. they even start this conversation. Yeah. So that's the beauty of this is that they are not having to pay Brock until after the 20, fives 24 season
2: 24 okay. is when they can negotiate thank, thank you yep. yeah you can start it negotiating after three years correct thank you thank you Kyle
1: um so that, that's the beauty of this is that you're paying your starting quarterback less than a million dollars a year so because of that you can do, at, load up everywhere else around the roster and that's the beauty of it is that their starting quarterback is getting paid not even like a backup he's getting paid like a, a seventh round rookie which is basically what he is but he's playing like a first round prospect. And that's the beauty of this whole thing is that with Brock Purdy being successful and being where he's at, Niners can keep loading up everywhere. And that's why they have all the opportunities that they have right now. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. And I love it's, it. it. It's one of those teams that make you wonder, isn't there a salary cap? Yeah. <laughs> that's how it feels with the Niners. It just how it feels. Yeah. The
2: Saints were always like a hundred million over the cap and somehow would figure it out. I'm like, how does this work? They had the Derek
1: Carr this year. It made no sense. The Rams were my
0: big uh enigma when it came to salary cap but just made me believe that it, it's not real yeah. so i <laughs> i i still i still don't know
1: yeah i don't know but before we get to the break here in a second we got to go through some records niners obviously tying the franchise record win streak uh Purry now 10 and 0 is a regular season starter mccaffrey on the, on the verge of some big big records obviously which one do you think is the most likely to happen nate mccaffrey you don't think the Niners break their franchise record this week? Uh oh, I mean I it's yeah,
0: I think they do. It really, I mean, this defense they're going up against is good. Yeah. We're going to preview them here in a second, yeah. but you know what? I'll I'll give my rundown in the in the next segment. I'll okay, give good. a little tease for that.
1: Awesome. Well, coming yeah, up yeah. after the break, Niners Cowboys, a road test for the 49ers. We got a two week stint. Possibly, could this be where they slip up? I don't know. It's possible, though. They got to see the Cleveland Browns. We'll be back after this. Return to the Empire. Emil Fergoso, Nate Littlefield, Sacktown Sports.
2: All right. Hi, YouTube people. We're back. YouTube. Hi,
1: YouTubers. Any questions? Please throw them our way. Please harass us.
2: Yeah, like uh, Nate on that ride. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah, you got violated. Those bro.
0: bugs were violated. Yeah, I did. Those bugs. Those should not be.
1: That was so scary. It sounded scary. Yeah, like it sounded actually scary. I like
0: the food at Nintendo Land. We got a chicken pesto burger. It was good. Uh, yeah, I love pesto. I do too. I have. Some, oh, that's fine. I have uh, some chicken pesto pasta. I'm gonna go home and eat Ooh. when I get home. So leftover overnight. Little, Left overnight, mm-hmm. yep. I good made for
2: a big you. batch of it.
1: That sounds wonderful. Yeah, it's going to be really good. I'm going to get a burrito. I From where? Chipotle.
2: Yeah, your big Chipotle. I'm day. just going to go eat more donuts downstairs. That's what <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do. Kyle
1: is fueled on donuts.
0: Yeah, I'm not being on those donuts downstairs. How-
1: I had dinner before. I, I don't. I don't like the like the the filled donuts. Give me a regular donut. Like I'm like I like Krispy Kreme donuts.
2: Yeah, my comedy brain was working while I was downstairs. Like it's so weird that they give you basically like injection needles in yeah. your donuts yeah, to like fill it, really it with weird. jelly. It's so strange. See, I'm I'm
1: not a scientist. I don't even injecting things into my donuts. I can just give me a regular cop donut. I don't know.
2: A, a regular copter? You mean like the pink one? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? The pink one, the clay, I don't know. Give me I'm a m- regular donut,
0: man. I'm a maple bar with uh, with uh, chocolate milk guy.
2: That's like man, that's you are heavy. ten. Yeah, I'm. A ten you old. are literally a ten-year-old. That is, I'm that a ten-year-old. Is ten-year-old dreams, yeah. Right Dude, I'm a I'm a total loser. I guess I can ask you later, but Emil uh, and Homer Nate system. too. What yeah. what do you guys yeah. think about the whole Justin Jefferson thing with the Vikings? Uh, just, I mean,
0: they got to blow it up, right? Like, Kurt him
1: to the Jets.
0: it's too late yeah trade kirk the jets oh i thought you meant
2: justin jefferson i was like like, wow that would be interesting (laughs) no kirk clean house it's just
0: like kirk he's doing nothing they're doing nothing there they should it's it's over minnesota it's time yeah but it was always over even last year was a sham yeah and everyone knew it but it's not like you can trade him in the offseason this year because it's like oh he's a free agent yeah I, i
1: Get rid of
2: Kirk, but send him where to the Jets. The Jets yeah, will overpay. I, they could have extended Jefferson this offseason and they didn't. That was so confusing. Look, like, you know, the Jets will have that first
0: round pick because Aaron Rodgers yeah. isn't playing
2: that.
1: They're not gonna get a first round pick for
2: Kirk Cousins. Oh, you don't think? I think they will. Maybe I next year, will.
1: maybe next year, if first, it comes with an year.
2: extension. Yeah, I think they will. Nice. Also, 15 seconds. Yeah. No, it's interesting. Justin Jefferson's never leaving. Jefferson's never leaving. They have too much franchise I power don't know why them. they didn't extend him. So because strange. they're cheap.
1: I guess. That's dumb. Like most owners.
0: Welcome back to the Return of the Empire
1: podcast with Emil Fergoso and Nate Littlefield. They're going to give it. No, it's a play action. Purdy going to roll left, throw for the end zone. Caught! by George Kittle he has the hat trick tonight a career high three touchdown catches for George Touchdown, San Francisco numero three para George Kittle mm. on Sunday night football number three touchdown the first time in his you like that Nate you little giggle well, just, there
0: a little spanglish a little spanglish there oh, yeah, yeah. come
1: on now <laughs> It's Texas. He, cowboy. Got
0: little, he got a little spanglish. Oh, about Texas. he's got
1: a little cowboy hangover from the weekend.
0: <laughs>
1: Return to the Empire, Milford Goso, Nate Littlefield, Kyle Ledbetter on the ones and twos. And, man, George Kittle, it's kind of amazing he didn't have a three-touchdown game before this week. But here we are, three touchdowns with George Kittle, a guy who coming off a one-catch effort against the Cardinals was fantastic and did not at all look like he missed a step despite turning 30 this uh, Monday. Yeah, yeah, right. he
0: was on Celebrity Birthdays. He was. Yeah, uh, three. Yeah, that's a little shocking. He hasn't had a uh, three burger, but you know he was new. So he was due. It was a little birthday present, I think, from Brock Purdy. Oh yeah, and uh, George deserved it. But yeah, I really do want to get into this Cleveland preview. I I am fascinated by by this matchup. So Niners are going into Cleveland, and I I believe they'll stay over in um they'll stay over on the east coast yes. the east side uh because they have monday night matchup with minnesota mm-hmm. could be a really good game oh no justin jefferson actually so know, <laughs> who, knows on. who knows who knows yeah. who knows what you're gonna get from them but they've been playing all their games close and they did last year they just happen to win them uh the right now the spread if you're looking at like like caesars DraftKings, niners uh money line they're they're favored by like minus like 230 minus 250 depending on who you look at yeah that seems kind of low especially with all this Deshaun Watson um kind of kind of questions going on right yeah. now and DTR looked bad they're, last Well they're week. not starting DTR. Oh but, yeah, they're going to start PJ.
1: They're going to start PJ Walker, which right. I think we all remember, I believe was coached by Steve Volks on the Panthers. So, mm-hmm. that'll be fun. That'll be fun.
2: XFL guy too. I
1: thought PJ Walker was on the Bears. What happened there? I Dude, PJ Walker's been bouncing around since the accident. Yeah, he
2: was at week two. He was on the Bears. I don't know how he ended up on the Browns. Because the Browns need a quarterback because they, they, Kellen Munn's
1: not good either. So,
0: yeah, he, uh, I thought he was going to be, I thought Kellen Munn was going to be the guy to replace, uh, uh, Kirk in in Minnesota. That was never. Gonna I kind of thought though. they were feeding. They were. Trying Come on! To, no, I kind of thought they were grooming him to be be the next guy. It just did not sure. work. <sighs> I it didn't work. I was wrong. It didn't I work. was wrong. It I'm, I'm, I'm I'm emotional. I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't think straight. I'm irrational. Um,
2: Cleveland, but yeah. but yeah,
0: Cleveland. I I kind of thought even with Deshaun Watson playing that this Niners team would be favored yes. more than oh. they are now. I, I did I do I just think they're so hot and I know they're they're favored by like I don't know uh, like the they opened at minus three but now it's minus five and a half so yeah you can kind of see see where the money's
1: going well the the, the, the problem and this hasn't been talked about because the is Nair's a really good team when the weather's good but leading into this game soon I did not know that it's gonna be raining pretty much the entire week in Cleveland Okay. Except for Wednesday. I'm looking at the forecast right now. And Sunday's saying 50% chance of rain. 18-mile-an-hour winds. A lot of humidity. Saturday is full-on rain. Some scattered showers on Sunday. If it's a wet, wet field, things change. Things change a little bit. Yeah. And Cle-
0: so Cleveland's defense is statistically elite right now. They yes. are number- they've only played four games. But still... They are in yards per game. That doesn't, that's still a, a mean average. Mm-hmm. They are number one in the NFL. They're allowing under 200 yards per game, 196.8. They're good. The Niners are at number three at 266.8. And number two is Baltimore at 266.4. So that's a large gap. Yeah. That's a very large gap. It is. Points per game, the Niners are number one. And Cleveland, I believe, is number two. Yes. Niners 13.6. Cleveland at 15. Last week, Dallas was number one. Mm-hmm. They have dropped. T- too far down. Seven now. They're at seven, Yikes. averaging uh sixteen point six points a game, giving up.
1: Take that, Dak.
0: Yeah. So, uh, it's it's a two good defenses going at each other, yeah. and I feel like that Niners defense still is not at full potential yet. No. Uh, with with all the All Pros everywhere, all the Pro Bowlers everywhere, but I'm very excited to see the Niners play a a tough defense like this.
1: I am too. I am too, and I, I think the Niners are going to still win this game, but I think it could be more of a defensive battle, like we we're hoping with Niners Dallas. I, I, I think they're just better I, in terms of like defensively. I think that the the, the, the Browns are just better than, than Dallas is defensively. I don't know what it is, but Jeff Schwartz is a incredible defensive mind. Yeah, or Jim is it Jim Schwartz. Jim Schwartz. Thank you, Jim Schwartz. Thank you. You're thinking of uh, Jeff Fish, uh, Fisher. Fisher. Yeah, yeah I can find Fisher yeah, and Schwartz. Yeah. Not but, uh, a defensive yeah. mind. No, but, yeah. but Jim Schwartz. An interesting mind. An interesting mind for sure. Uh, but <laughs> Jim Schwartz, that dude can coach. He yeah. is a very good coordinator. I I don't know why someone does let the Browns have him because Kevin Savansky is also a good coach. It's just getting the quarterback situation right. Yeah. Is that going to happen and despite not having Nick Chubb for the rest of the season, which hopefully prayer is up to him. Hopefully he comes back and is still the same guy. But they're still really good. They're still really talented. And while the offense is kind of slugged along, and I think it could still do that under P.J. Walker, the defense is going to keep them in this game probably.
0: Do you still think the Deshaun Watson contract is the worst contract in the NFL?
1: No, the Russell Wilson one is. Okay. Okay. I think, and, and yeah, I actually don't think that's close. Look, I get Deshaun's contract is terrible; it's fully guaranteed. I understand Deshaun has not played like the all pro that he was in Houston for various reasons. Russell Wilson, they willingly gave him money despite being bad in Seattle. Willingly gave him money. Yeah, I
0: think they may have saw it as a fluke. I think, I think it was kind of an Aaron Rodgers situation where he had like the one down year, and but they're like, ah, oh, this was uh Nothing, but we didn't get to see Aaron play this year. So I, I was very curious to see i was too. Aaron Rodgers um on field play. I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan. Actually, I'm wearing a Chico shirt. Where Chico me, me and
1: Aaron Rodgers are both from. Hey, you're from Chico? Yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah. I'm learning new things about Nate every day. Yeah, I'm
0: from Chico. I'm sure I've told you that before. You probably have. But I this forgot. is a place uh Aaron Rodgers helped vote the best uh Bar in America, Ooh, Barstool Sports. So that's Aaron awesome. Rodgers is Chico guy. Shout out Chico. Shout out Aaron Rodgers. Shout out Chico. Yeah, uh, that's a little accidental plug there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, plugging Chico is, uh, on the podcast. Well, the place. I didn't say the name, but yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, I man, I kind
1: of hope the Niners play Deshaun Watson this week just to see. Do you think? Do you think? I'll ask you this question: Is Deshaun Watson with a rotator cuff contusion to his throwing shoulder? a better option for the browns than pj walker
0: uh yes yes yeah hey, yes. it's tough isn't it listen i don't dislike pj walker but if he plays the niners i think he's going to get her, get crushed <laughs> <laughs> like get get just like yeah. i don't think it's close yeah. but who knows? you never know it's like last year stidham torched the niners he did so you Have you never know game. but this team is just
2: rolling
1: rolling rolling rolling, and
0: i i mean i don't know the the minus 230 or minus 250 for money line seems a little uh, egregious right now that seems a little
1: low then you should then you should take it then i'm just saying well, i don't bet 1-800 gambler yeah we don't do that <laughs> but i'm just saying i get it but it's a game on the road against an afc north opponent which is always a tough game regardless of who you're playing i get they beat the destroyed the sealers but we i think we're learning over the course of the year that matt can is trying to get fired and the, the offense is just terrible in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, the Browns offense, while, yes, it's P.J. Walker possibly playing and Deshaun Watson hurt, I think maybe it's still better than the, the Steelers offense.
0: Yeah, I think I, I think you're right. That Steelers offense is horrendous. It just doesn't make sense. It Kenny doesn't. Pickett does not look good. Uh, You know, hit that bomb to Pickens. Yes. But it wasn't anything like, I, I don't know, whatever. Steelers, we beat them. That's over. They scored seven on the Niners. Doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Cleveland, I just, I'm, I'm really not expecting a lot of them. I'm more excited to watch the offense go against the defense. Uh, see, kind of where CMC's at after after a rough game, uh, physically for sure. I mean, yeah. he didn't put up big numbers, but still won by thirty-two. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's a. Call back to what Richard Sherman said to uh, Skip Bayless this week. He uh, a little clap back on him, which was nice. Oh gosh, uh, I I think CMC bounce back game for sure, and I yeah. definitely think he
1: gets a touchdown. I think he's gonna break that streak. I think it's very much possible. Yeah. Um. Look. Just going through Cleveland, the injury stuff. Obviously, Deshaun Watson is questionable with that rotator cuff contusion. Joel Batonio, Beton- their star left guard, is also questionable. Set center Ethan Pochick is also questionable. Miles Garrett is also questionable going into this week. All are probably expected to play. Yeah, I haven't seen them miss time yet, and they have a really good offensive line, so it's possible. And Jerome Ford is also a good running back. they got Cream Hunt still there. So there are definitely pieces around them that they can make it a game, but I just don't. I just don't see it. Look, their best cornerback is Denzel Ward. He's a very good corner. Their second best is Greg Newsome. He's a solid corner. I think the Niners' skill players are just better. And this is kind of what you can say about every other opponent, it feels like. The Niners are just better. They have more talent. And I think yeah, that's kind on, of where we're on, at. On paper.
0: On right? paper. On paper, right? So, and that's not how the NFL works. But, yeah, it's fun to look at on paper and just go, okay, they got him here, 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 whatever. Yeah. But how does it make you feel that Cleveland is coming off a bye?
1: It's definitely maybe the reason why that line is a little is a little bit less. It's a little bit more favored towards Cleveland because they're coming off that bye. They got two weeks to repair. That's a big deal. I don't know if it helps the Browns as much, though, this early on in the season, like you we were talking about earlier, compared to, like, say, a week 10 bye, and they're playing in week 11. Yeah. Right? Like, when they can really rest up. Yeah. The scene is still kind of fresh. They kind of want to play a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I, I I think the Niners are in a better position because they're rolling so much right now. They're 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 hot the browns aren't as hot this is like the theory of
0: uh it's almost better not to get the bye week in the playoffs some people people say that round yeah. one bye yeah. because it slows your team down mm-hmm. if you're if you're going so hard there's times where you know you rest all your players in the final week of the season and then you get a bye and then now you're playing uh one of the hardest teams in the league yeah so you're not on your stuff yes uh this could be a similar situation but yeah like i like you just said if it was a week 11 by and they're playing week 12, I think it'd be more impactful, mm-hmm. but I think it's important for Deshaun. I think all this could be smoke screens too. I think that's a, you know, a possibility that, yeah. you know, the injury's there, but it's not as big of a deal as everyone thinks, or it's worse than everyone thinks. It's very
1: possible. And look, if it's Deshaun, if it's PJ, if it's DTR, which it probably isn't, um but if it's any one of those guys I I just this Niners defense is going to have their way with them if they can get in the backfield. It's like every week they're going to get get away, get in the backfield, right? The, I'm just trying to come up with ways of like how can Cleveland win this game? Cleveland can win this game by controlling the clock. Yeah, they can't really win the game offensively. No. No. All right? Keep it away from why, the offense. Why are they moving from DTR? Just because he was bad. He was terrible. Yeah. So that's the
0: only reason. He was so like, just no horrible. confidence in him. No, it's just PJ. No injury, nothing.
1: They they need a win. <laughs> and they, they're like, we're not gonna give the experienced guy the the this yeah. But the they saw a DTR, like they lost to the Ravens really badly. 28 to 3. It was not good. DTR yeah. had three picks. It was bad.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's bad, but they just they don't it's it's not a situation where they wanna let him play and they wanna you know, develop him. They want to win now. And they feel, yeah, especially so
1: considering that the, the, the AFC North is the, you know, the, the league leaders are the Steelers and the Ravens at three and two, the Browns are two and two. It's a brutal division too. Like it's going to the be Bengals one of those seem to be getting back on track back and forth divisions. Yeah. Every win counts here, right? So yeah. you got to put your best foot forward, whether that you think that's going to be your future quarterback or not.
2: Yeah. The Steelers are just not good in their first place in that division. Correct. It doesn't yeah. make
1: any because sense. Because the Ravens are the chargers now too. So yeah, it's got to be know, so infuriating true. to
2: be a Raven fan. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's um, I actually do have a friend who's a Raven fan. As he's do I. Upset. He's, he's oh, he's he's trying. He's giving up. He's giving. I'm
2: up. beside
1: myself. I have Lamar on my fantasy team, and what the heck's going on, dude? Lamar, play with that money. Come on now. Yeah, well, his receivers can't catch. I, yeah, the no, drops
2: he, are insane
1: Nelson in Aguilar. Baltimore. Dropping catches is just is just testament to time.
2: I just can't explain how they lost that game. Just they were they were like twenty points better than Pittsburgh. Zay Flowers ball. dropping ball. It's it's crazy. And I'm a big Zay Flowers guy.
0: Yeah, and I I thought he was the answer there. I so did
1: too.
2: OBJ is nothing. Well,
1: who thought that? And then now he's hurt. Who would have thought? Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, the Steelers
2: yeah. are nine and four in their last thirteen games, and they're just not good. They're I not know. good. I don't understand how well, they're doing that. It's their like, offense.
0: <laughs> it's their offense is not good.
1: Yes.
2: I think their defense is good. Their defense hasn't been good. Going into that game last week, they were like 29th in rushing defense and 26th yeah. in Joey passing But Joey Porter
1: defense. Jr., their rookie corner, is one of the best corners in the NFL and has been playing right now. He's been really yeah. good. Their defense He's has been, been really good. Games. Like, I think in 93 PFF rating, I think is what I saw for this guy. Like, the Steelers are definitely good. And it's, it's what makes the, the AFC North so interesting is they're so competitive. And it just switches every single week of this team looks hot. Yeah. This team looks hot. Heck, the Bengals could win the whole could win the whole thing. They could win the whole AFC North and have a and have a the second or third, you know, spot in the playoffs. It's possible and yeah. they've been terrible for half the games this year. Well, it's like every every year that division is so
0: fun to watch. Yeah. That division is a bloodbath every year. It's it's great. Um yeah, Cleveland does need to win. They're going to be desperate, but they need this. I mean, yeah, I mean, I what? What do you do? You just roll out PJ Walker if Deshaun can't go, or do you really push Deshaun to go? They're going to push
1: Deshaun to go. Yeah, but I think if if they're already saying, cause I'm hearing the reports, if PJ Walker is going to start if Deshaun can't go, that's never a great sign on Tuesday when that's coming out. Do you?
0: Do does the thought come across your mind if you're Cleveland? Just be like, all right, maybe we just kind of get healthy this week. We get back on track. This game is very, very tough. Even if we're at hundred percent, do we just kind of, yeah, you know, keep Deshaun on the sideline, get it. He's our best chance to win. He's our best chance to make the playoffs in a very tough division. Do we kind of get everyone back on track here and just kind of see what we can do against the Niners or yeah. Do we force him out there against a game? We're already probably set to lose. Like, you so this know, this is the throwaway away was, game for you. You thinking for them? Well, I'm, I think there's a there's a thought, you know, the thought should cross your mind
1: because maybe. they do play the Colts the week after.
0: Yeah. Which is a very winnable game.
2: The first place Indianapolis Colts.
1: Oh, gosh. And we don't know what. What's swamp
2: up, Yeah. What's up with uh, Anthony Richardson?
1: He has a AC joint sprain.
2: Yeah. He's going to be out like a month. Yeah. OK.
0: Well, they can definitely still win with Gardner. Menschu Mania, baby. Yeah, minchumania Mania. Th- I always thought he kind of got disrespected. I always thought people focused on the mustache too much, which is easy to do.
2: It's a good looking mustache. Well, this week's a revenge game. It's Colts at Jaguars, oh, two my. first place teams.
1: Let me tell you, man. If I could watch that game, ooh, I have a lot. That would make me so happy. That game sounds like so much fun. Are you kidding
2: me? It's gonna be disgusting, but oh. it's. I I think I think the Colts are actually good. Like, they, they have talent. They yeah. definitely
1: have ta- now that Jonathan Taylor's back too. They definitely have some the Jaguars talent.
2: slip up, they could beat them. Well, Zach Moss yeah. looked insane. He looked yeah.
0: so good last week. So, yeah. kind of showed out for uh for the Colts, but I uh oh, we got to give a prediction. Anyways, right? this
1: is a Niners podcast. We're yeah. talking about too much for the other teams. Let's stick the Niners. Nate, prediction for Niners uh Browns. What what do you think,
0: Man, I'm thinking uh well, Niners score 30 every day, every every game. So, I'm going to go 32 to 14. Oh man. If it's, if it's PJ Walker, man, it might even be, I'm going to go 32 to 10. I'm going to go oh, big one. for the Niners.
1: I I'm going to go big one. I'm sorry. I have to, uh, I don't care who's a quarterback. If it's a Sean Watson with one arm or if it's PJ Walker playing against his old coach, Steve Wilkes, 24 to 10 is what I have it as.
0: Yeah. We got 42 to six in the chat. Yeah. I look, I'm, I look who is that saying that? I can't read that from here.
1: Herrick I I don't know. It's a
0: username. Well shout out. Shout out.
1: Shout out <laughs> here Shout out Matt ha- glory,
0: to Zach Moss over JT, huh? Yeah, you think Zach Moss is better than JT? You're out of your mind. Out of your mind. Out of your mind. Anyway. Anyways, Niners big win, I'm I'm saying.
1: Yeah, look, they're gonna break the record. They're gonna break the franchise record and have the most wins, uh regular season wins in history. And it's going to be a big deal for them. It's going to be a culmination of this. is a lot of hard work and a great thing, and they get to celebrate for a second and then move around to Minnesota on Monday night. And that's kind of what this team is about. It's not about them. It's about us.
0: Yep. They get that extra day too, Monday night. Do You know, I want to ask you real quick before we go, where they're staying in between.
1: I do not. Okay. I am going to figure that out this week when I go down there.
0: Interesting. Interesting. A
1: tease for next week. A tease for next week. I'll let you know. And of course, return to the Empire, Mil Forgoso, Nate Littlefield. We will be back. Next Tuesday, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. to talk about the Cleveland Browns game. Will it be a win? Will it be the first loss of the year? We'll find out next week. But until then, everyone, stay tuned. Stay well. Check out the content, SackTownSports.com. We will see ya! All right, we're clear. Wonderful YouTube chat. Appreciate you guys. Hacks. 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 That's what it was. Hacks. Appreciate Matt, you, Matt.
0: You're crazy. Zach Moss is not better than JT. He had one game. Bring back Gruden too. You're out of your mind. Jeez. Bring him
2: back. Where? Real quick, while to we're talking boot. about Jonathan Taylor, do you guys know the weird story about the whale and how that ended up leading to Jonathan Taylor's contract? No. Why have I? I feel like I've heard of me. this. Educate me. Yeah. So uh, there, there was this whale at the Miami Sea Aquarium named Lolita, who they were gonna like release back into the wild, but like in like a large like open water like space it wouldn't have been like totally back into the wild but like sure. larger space uh and jim ursay was gonna pay like out of his pocket 15 million dollars to oh fund gosh. this project and then the whale died and so Whoa. people are suspecting that they took that 50 oh. million and paid jonathan taylor <laughs> his signing bonus
0: interesting oh that's great yeah
1: that's excellent that's yeah. just man that's you a know, fascinating story i don't know how i'd feel if if i'm jt is hey man we are gonna give us money to a whale yeah. nope oh, okay, it was you instead the
2: whale died but it was funny because it was the people had deduced like the signing bonus for taylor was like five million more than the yeah. money that was gonna go poor to that whale. he died for That's a good cause but one whale. more thing matt in the chat you, you should have listened to
0: crossover matt yeah, you brock should purdy i definitely said i'm 90 percent sure i said brock purdy's better than jimmy
1: g Brock Purdy is definitely better than Jimmy this G. This Brock
0: Purdy is better than Jimmy G, I think, th- th- ever was, no even pre ACL.
1: Tell your colleague FMK, George Kittle, CMC Frank. Who's FMK? I
0: don't know. I don't know. Matt, you know, you're out of your mind. And Matt. yeah, Brock. You're out of your that's mind. The, that's the coach. Um, that is the assistant varsity coach over at Del Campo.
1: Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh oh. basketball coach. Oh. Yeah. Well, shout out to Del Campo.
0: Or is it... No, is he... No, he's a a teacher at El Camino. It's
1: it's D.C. I know,
0: I know. But that's also where he went to high school. Oh. So... Matt's over at, uh yeah, D.C. right now. Shout so out. Shout, out, shout Matt. out, Matt. Yeah, Shout out, Matt.
1: Appreciate you, man.
2: Good for
0: you, yeah. Matt. Yeah. Good for you, Matt. We're all real proud of you over we are, here. We are. Sacktown yes. Sports.
2: And your Brock Purdy is better than Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. and worse than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere in between. Yep. Somewhere in between. T-shirt Rio Maragatza
1: was. Yeah, teacher wise. Rio. Shout out to yeah. you, Matt. Appreciate you giving back to the community. And okay. we'll be back next week. Same time. We love time. teachers. We love teachers. My mom's a
2: teacher. Pay the whales, save the teachers. Pay
1: the whales, save the teachers. Bang! uh, uh, High school basketball, all of it. (laughs) (laughs) Way back next week, y'all. Appreciate it. Bye!